Hello, what have we here? Welcome to IDP Nation, the place for IDP and draft coverage. We are your hosts, Dan and Daryl. We have you covered from your LB One Year Taxi Squad. We are IDP Nation. Welcome back. We survived week four. Well, at least most of our teams did. I don't know about the Titans. They're still a lot struggling a little bit with uh, trying to stay healthy, I guess. Uh, but we are joined <laughs> right off the bat here by CEO of StatementGames.com, Mark Salino. Mark, how you doing? Doing all right, guys. Thanks for having me. Hope everyone's doing okay. Yeah, we're doing good. Hollywood's football team isn't. <laughs> they're, they're, well, they're, they're, they're hoping for back-to-back positive or negative tests. So they yeah, I think football. we're in the clear. So hopefully tomorrow we get to return to practice. So yeah, yeah, we'll see. Wait, wait, almost ruin our football season there, Titans. Well, the football season is something you obviously look forward to, uh, you know, for a long time here. But now that I'm kind of uh, you know a diehard Giant fan, I'm actually looking forward to everything kind of you know, ending. So I guess <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> depending on how you look at things, it's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some people are wishing for, uh, you know, maybe just, you know, I think the Jets are in that same bag where they're just like, you know what, can we just cancel the season? I think I saw <laughs> I saw some video, uh, yeah. somebody on Twitter, uh, she kind of dresses up with the different teams, she has different t-shirts on, and she's going through, and the Jets are kind of like, you know, should we just, like, not play the rest of the season, because we're terrible? <laughs> <laughs> I think the Texans said the same thing. So. so, but yeah, Bob, your buddy was fired, Daryl. What are you gonna do? It's a sad day. The the Texans might actually make some good management decisions. Well, they might. I'm I'm just hoping that he's done enough damage that it will take them forever to recover. No gonna, draft pick, no receiver. You know, it's gonna take a couple years, definitely, because uh, I mean they don't have any first or second round picks in 2021. They're the Dolphins' ownership. So. Yeah, ho- hopefully by the time they get the pieces and stuff are in it to get it fixed, Deshaun Watson's washed up and gone. So. It's pretty kind of like, you know, amazing, right? I mean, they literally just gave him the uh, the keys to the house to run, you know, everything. Um, and then, you know, you're not even going into week number five and, and he's gone. So that's a, that's a pretty big dramatic change in events from – yeah, not only like a week ago. I mean, it's well, I think they got draft coach, GM, making <laughs> trades, getting rid of the big wide receiver, and well, I think <laughs> yeah, that, I, he pissed somebody off, and uh, he's gone. I think trading <laughs> Hopkins was the last straw, and they just couldn't fire him in the off season. I don't know, be uh, but they uh, yeah, they they were gonna get the GM from New England, but they got their hand caught in the cookie jar. Uh, they they yeah. they were you know they got those tampering charges brought up against them uh, for for trying to pull the GM away from the Patriots, and um, now the the rumor I've heard is that McDaniel's and that GM from the Patriots are on the top of their list as far as who they want to interview at least to bring in. Um, yeah. 
Do you think McDaniel's leaves uh, leaves New England? I don't know. Deshaun don't Deshaun Watson be a nice little toy to have uh, for an offensive coordinator, head coach. I mean, McDaniel's might want to give it another shot. I mean, yeah, he might. I don't know. He might be happy being the heir apparent in New England, but then again, Bill Belichick is like, um, well, what's his name? Uh, Emperor Palpatine, who might never die and <laughs> never leave. So you never know. I mean, the Giants at least won't be looking for a coach for a couple of years. I think Joe Judge will be around. Yeah, I think, you know, for, for better or for worse here, um, it's it, it's something in where you're going to have to probably give him, like, you know, a couple of years. But yeah. After coming off the list, I mean, I just know nothing about Judge, even after, like, you know, four weeks. And with all the craziness that's actually going on with COVID and things like that here, it's really, you know, hard to get a read on, you know, what guys can coach and what guys can't. I mean, he was never a coordinator in the NFL. He never had a prestigious, you know, coaching uh, collegiate kind of like, you know, position here. So I think, you know, uh, as Giant fans, we're all upset because it's been – more than one years now of just basically, you know, uncompetitive football. Although they've been pretty competitive in, I'd say, you know, three of, of the four losses they've had so far this year. Yeah. But uh, in terms of the quarterback and the coach, jury's still out. It just yeah, stinks losing, right. you know. I'm, I'm, I've had enough. It would be nice to kind of like, you know, win some of these games and <laughs> actually be able to watch football post, you know, Halloween, you know. <laughs> well, the good news is the NFC East is so god-awful that um, they could still win the division at starting 0-4. Uh, well, uh, how about winning a game? Let's start by <laughs> winning a game, and then we'll start taking a look at division and Super Bowl aspirations, you know? Yeah, I mean, the Eagles are... Well, it's are... funny you say that. I saw a graphic that right now the Eagles are 1-2-1. Two two and one. One. And leading the division. And leading the division. They'd be a playoff yeah, team go. right now, so... They're a yeah. powerhouse. <laughs> They're yeah. a powerhouse. Well, I mean, if any, if anybody, a lot of those pilot shots, you know. There there you if, if anybody can make a quarterback look good, it seems like the Dallas Cowboy defense can make a quarterback look good. So, all right, that should be a pretty interesting matchup: the, the Giants and the Cowboys. The Giants can't score, and uh, the Cowboys can score here, but they give up all these points here. So something, something's going to have to give in this, uh, you know, battle of the Titans, so to speak. Yeah. Right. Yeah, hopefully. I, I have, um, I'm in this World War League, and Daryl's in a different type, different iteration of this league. And I'm the New York Giants, so we had to pick players from the Giants as in our initial, <laughs> in our initial uh, bundle. So I have, I have Jones, I had Barkley, of course, and, you know, he's on IR right now. Um, and I had Slate, I picked Slayton out of the rest of the offensive guys, and I'm hoping he can, uh, he was cheaper than the other guys, and I, I thought he would be a good pick. And then I have Blake Martinez on the other side of the ball. He's been as advertised, though. I mean, he's been you know racking up the tackles. Um, and it, Peppers got hurt, so I mean, they were they were banged up going to that game too. Yeah, they were banged up. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, Sterling Shepard uh, went down. He's on IR. You know the drill with Barkley, Peppers is out. But it's not like they were winning with all these guys kind of like, you know, anyway here. So uh, there's still a young team. Um, I think although he hasn't really been hitting the ball out of the park since he came to the Giants, but the fact that, you know, Solder uh, took the year off, um, hurt that offensive line. 
hey, they, they're going to have to kind of like, you know, jump. But, you know, they're actually playing a lot better on defense. It's when you don't score a touchdown in two games here, it, it, it's hard to win. It yeah. is. Definitely is. Um, so, Hollywood, you got any other news and notes? Real uh, quick. Yeah, just a, just a few. Um, just, well, everybody knows I'm a music fan, so I feel I have to say this. The passing of legendary oh, yeah, music, yeah. Eddie Van Halen of Van Halen, is no longer with us. Uh, I hate to hear that. Uh, Dan Cantor got the best of him, so hopefully he'll he's in a better place now and pain-free, but I always yeah. hate to hear that. I always loved their music. thought they were one of the great rock and roll bands of the time. So Yeah, and the, NFL, the, yeah, the NFL with their crucial catch uh, campaign. They've, they've moved on from just focusing on breast cancer awareness to all of the cancer awarenesses. So, um, yeah. yeah. Something to so I did to hear that. Um, wishes to his family and all that good stuff. So a uh, few little news and notes. Raiders defensive tackle Maurice Hurst has been put on the COVID list. So he's in Uh-oh. question for this week. Yeah, so not sure if he tested positive or whatever, but there or however that exactly works, but he's on the list. So he may or may not play this week. Um, the Falcon safety, DeMonte Casey, likely done for the year. He suffered a torn ACL last night. Ouch. So that's not good. Um 49ers defensive end, man, the 49ers just can't take anymore. Uh, but they lose Ezekiel Anza for the year, torn bicep. Well, which is, I, is, well, I was going to say, is it really a surprise that Ezekiel Anza would get an injury? I mean, yeah, that's, but, man, that's, a guy's, need, that's a guy's They needed him for the depth, though. I mean, good grief. How many more injuries can they take? Well, but, Seattle uh, had him last year. He played in all of, like, six games, I think. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just – He's he can't stay on the field, unfortunately. Yeah, he's just injury. He truly is injury prone. I mean, we yes. say that about players, but he's one that just cannot stay healthy at all. Ethan's cursing at you right now. Sorry, Ethan. <laughs> and then the last one we kind of touched on it: the Texans fired head coach and GM Bill O'Brien. Daryl's really, sad about that too. I am. I thought he was doing an excellent job. You know, I was. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I was his biggest fan. Yeah. So, Mark, how did uh, you you end up starting uh, statement games? What was the idea behind statement games, and how did people play if they want to play? Yeah, sure. So, uh, once again, appreciate you kind of like you know having me on and giving me a chance to tell a little bit about you know who I am and my story. So, um, basically, uh, www.statementgames.com. I can't stress this enough here. It's just a game. Um, you can access it on the website here. If you're not necessarily a web person, there are apps that complement statement games, kind of like you know, .com. Um, as a company, we've created a little bit of a different twist on fantasy sports. So what we do as a company is we create games that are specific to individual sporting events. So, for example, you got the uh, you got the Buccaneers and the Bears coming up on, on Thursday night. The people who want to play statement games, I will literally present them with a list of props or hence the company name statements that are specific to that bears and, and, and bucks game so for example uh you know chicago bears defense over or under two and a half sacks uh the tampa bay uh, defense over or under one and a half turnovers for the game you know brady over or under 265 yards passing. you go through like these list of props and um when you're playing you have to make 10 picks the list is anywhere between 50 to 60 props and as you make your 10 picks, 
you want to rank them in order of confidence from 10 through 1. So as that football game plays out, if your number 10 pick becomes correct, then you get 10 points. If 9 through 1 are incorrect, well, now you just have a total of 10 points. You're going to play in a league of anywhere between 8 to 12 people, and the person with the most points from correct picks at the end of that specific sporting event uh, wins. This is a 100%. It's free to play. Um, you're competing for what we call statement games coins. You'll win coins by finishing in first, second, and third in any contest that you choose to play in. Um, it's your job as a member of statement games to uh, accumulate as many of these coins as you possibly can. And when you're ready, uh, you want to exchange them for a cash gift card of your choice. So there's a whole reward system that powers the statement games engine. Uh, the reward system is powered by, I'd say anywhere between 80 to 85 different merchants, Nike, Starbucks, On the Armor, Amazon, Google, uh, name kind of like a merchant. You want to change your coins for a cash gift card of your choice. So uh, that hopefully gives you a better understanding of, of who we are and what we're doing. And um, ironically, this, this game is, is something that I've been playing with in my family for the past 25 years. My dad came up with the concept. Um, um, full disclosure, I'm from Long Island, New York. My dad was a big sports fan. There's uh, my, my, me and my younger, I have a younger brother. And uh, in the Salino household, we were literally raised to do a couple of things and a couple of things only. You know, we rooted for, for the Giants, the Yankees, the Knicks, and the Rangers, and then that was it. And we, uh, <laughs> we, really, we literally took it to like a completely different level, a completely different extreme. And, and that upbringing, it kind, of, it kind of backfired on my dad because we used to take this trip up to, uh, to Boston every single year. I had an aunt and an uncle who lived in Boston, and that's where we went for Thanksgiving. So on Thanksgiving Day, what does my dad want to do? He wants to leave him alone. He wants to watch Thanksgiving Day football, right? Well, my brother and I, we don't, we don't care. We want, we want nothing to do with it. It's not, it's not a giant game. <laughs> dad, why, why, why do we have to watch you know, this game? We'd rather be outside throwing a football around or you know, jumping in pile of leaves and things like that. Yeah. So in an effort to kind of get us interested in things other than the Knicks, the Rangers, the Giants, and the Yankees, he created this game. We've been playing it every single year on Thanksgiving Day. It started out where he would physically pull you over into a corner of a room, whip out a piece of paper, and he'd start asking you questions about the Lions Day football game. So I remember the first time we played, I was like, all right, Barry Sanders over on the 100 yards rushing. You know, Herman Moore over on their seven and a half receptions. Bears defense over on the two and a half sacks. You went through this list every single family member threw in a buck my aunt used to call this the football bingo game <laughs> but now at the age of 12 or 13 years old we're like locked into this thanksgiving day lions game like it's the super bowl because i had a chance to win 13 or 14 bucks so uh as the game played out you know uh, we'd start calling out what you know would happen and if we got our picks you know correct or incorrect and the family member with the most you know points at the uh end of that game here you know, won the pot so Basically, Statement Games is, uh, is something that I've turned into a digital platform as a result of kind of like, you know, playing versions of this for over 25 years within my fan. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, I never really knew the story behind it, but that was great. <laughs> yeah. Actually, during, uh, during COVID, when everything was shut down, um, I noticed there, there was wrestling uh, Statement Games. <laughs> and I, I played some of those just be, to, to get some, you know, because there's no fantasy football, there's no basketball, there's no hockey. It's like... There's a little wrestling. We'll get back with wrestling. I mean, it's just so crazy right now. I mean, we oh, just yeah. came off of the uh, 
the Stanley Cup. There's hockey. I mean, yeah. but we're running, you know, baseball, hockey, uh, football, and uh, and bass. It's all at the same time. Yeah. It's never quite like done before. I'm a startup, so there's only so much that you can actually do. But uh, yeah. you know, I think we kind of like you know chatted a little about about this, like you know, before we're offline here now. This actually backfired on me. I was doing a I was doing a <laughs> podcast the uh, on Friday, and it was a baseball podcast. So we're talking a little about the Yankees and the Tampa Bay Rays. The deal was, okay, guess what? You know, anyone who wants to play this Tampa Bay Rays-Yankees game uh, on statementgames.com, which is free to play, if you go 10 for 10 with your picks, in addition to any coins that you actually win that you can exchange for, you know, rewards here, I'm personally going to come out of my pocket and, and, and pay you 250 bucks. So uh, as it turns out here, three people went 10 for 10 with their picks. <laughs> this pick. oh. so I'm, I'm, oh. I'm out 750 so yeah. I'm kind of like a glutton for punishment, but uh, <laughs> I'm doubling down. So I'm going to make the same offer to you guys and your audience. Anybody wow. who's listening to this show, um, I'm not going to promote this on my network. I mean, you can actually find this at, you know, at Statement Games on any major social media platform, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Um, you got to be listening to the show. Take advantage of it. If you guys are willing to give this game a try. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Chicago Bears, Thursday Night Football. If you go 10 for 10 with your picks, I'm personally going to pay you 250 bucks. <laughs> All right. So hopefully you guys, guys kind of uh, have a little fun with it and uh, give me some feedback on, on what you like and what you don't like it. But this, this is, is only something that uh, you know we'll, you'll be aware of through through listening to the show and interacting with your social media accounts. Yeah, it's awesome. Tom Brady touchdowns, Gronk receptions. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, let's see, uh, Nick Nick Foles Nick Foles or Trubisky uh, for for how much how much playing time they're gonna have here? Yeah. Wow, Can't wait there to 30, you go. So you get that set up. I'm, I'm all in on this. Yeah. <laughs> Statementgames.com or um, Google Play Store or, or Apple App Store. If you just search on Statement Games Fantasy Sports, we're pretty you know easily accessible and uh, easy to find. Uh, can't stress enough. It's it's just a game. I'm not asking for a social security number. You don't have to fund <laughs> an account. There's nothing kind of go crazy that they were asking for. You just need to have like either a Gmail account, a Facebook account, or some type of valid email address to get into the system. Yeah, um, I linked my Facebook that's, that's, account. That, that's pretty much it. There you yeah. go. Yeah, I have my so Facebook account linked. It, that way, I don't have to remember a password. I can just you know. That's the good thing. Yeah, you don't. Through. Yeah, you don't have to remember anything kind of like unnecessary. You can actually even sign in with uh, with an Apple ID if you're more of an yeah. Apple person yeah. as well. So actually, I told him before we come on, I actually played a baseball game the other night and finished first and won a bunch of points. So <laughs> there you go. All right, there you go. Look so, at that. I was doing pretty good on wrestling. Were you one of those ten for ten guys? Did you play that Yankee Tampa Bay no. game here? Do I owe you two fifty? Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so. but uh, but that's it. But uh, guys, I I do got to run. I really appreciate yeah. the uh, the time here, and uh, I'll let you get going here. We'll we'll continue chatting over, you know, social media. Um, yep, if anybody absolutely. wants to reach out to me and, and and give me feedback on you know what we're doing, if you have any questions or anything like that, it's little at state against Facebook, Facebook or Twitter. I'll even throw out my email address here. I can be contacted at marketing at statementgames.com. It's pretty simple. All right. Awesome. Well, thanks, Mark, for coming on and take advantage of that Bucks and Bears game. I know it it's actually should be a decent game because both teams are so pretty too. competitive. Um, <laughs> whether or not the Bears fully show up or not to be determined. Now I'm really intrigued that Mark's going to give us $250. That's true. I, I, I'm, I'm really 10 intrigued. 10 for 10, yeah. So. <laughs> there you go. 
Yeah, All right, that, guys. That... Well, uh, I don't know. Maybe say a little prayer for the Giants this weekend as well. We can take. Uh, <laughs> we, we can use all the help we can get. Hey, you know, you got I one of you... my favorite players on your team, so I got to pull one. That's Blake true. Daryl. Daryl is all about the Blake Martinez. So <laughs> hey, all right. He's a that kid can play, man. He, yeah, he's, he can. Uh, he, he's a. Uh, he, he can play. He's uh Yeah. He's. I like his energy. He plays the position. He's uh Definitely a very pleasant surprise. And you know what? He was playing well on Green Bay anyway. So he was, and I'm sure right now with their injuries, so. they're missing him right now. So <laughs> I'm glad Lorenzo Carter's getting a chance to play some because I liked yes. him coming out of college. Yeah, yeah. So he, he's, he's, he's a good player. All right, Mark. Well, thanks right, for coming guys. on. And thanks we'll, for having me on. I'll talk to you guys soon. We'll, we'll Have a good some, one. Thanks for coming on. Props going. All right, bye. Thanks. <laughs> So Mark Solino from Statement Games, uh, go check those guys out. Uh, it is fun to play. Um, it's yeah. just a little, you know, if you don't want to lay down any real money, like if you're in Daryl's neck of the woods where gambling's not legal yet, um, you can play for free. I mean, not yet. Coins, November first. I mean, coins aren't dollar bills, but I mean, you can earn gift cards for stuff you're going right. to use anyway. Um, you know, NFL shop, you can buy yourself a jersey. Uh, there are other games. They, you can buy coins, but there's also a wheel that you can spend daily to earn free coins too. So it's yes. it's not like you have to put anything out of pocket. You win coins off of your games that you win and lost. You know, like I said, top three, and then you can spend the wheel and earn, earn coins too. So it's yeah. pretty fun. Like I said, I played the baseball the other night, uh, Yankees and Rays, and and finished first. So pretty proud yeah. of that. Won a bunch of coins. So. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're a fan of having something on the game anyway. Yes, <laughs> so, absolutely. Uh, so you, you know you like to do that kind of stuff. Gambling so. gambling is your friend. <laughs> and this is really a no... Uh, you, you don't have to sink any real money into it. So it's, it's a way to gamble without actually losing any real yeah. money. So, I mean, it's just... Like he said, you sign up for free. There's a daily thing where you can spend to get free coins, and you just click on the games and... Yeah. Like I said, during man. during COVID, uh, the wrestling was, oh, God, was keeping me insane because <laughs> not saying not saying I have a problem, but yeah. I I like to indulge in that stuff. I, I you know I I don't I don't indulge in the twenty five ounce curls like you do on a nightly basis or daily basis, but you'll be proud of me. I've been working out, working out, huh? Wait, yeah. you move up to fifty ounce curls? No, still twenty five, but I've I've actually been working out, doing a little, good little, uh, little cardio, a little weightlifting. Good to, for you. I, fi- I figure that way it's a push. It, it would be yes. So me making fun of you for the past six months to get off your rear and do something has finally worked. You know your words hurt, Dan. You've if hurt it, my feelings. You know what? If it gets you off of the chair and and working out, then I like to say it's it's like Cobra Kai. It, it's yeah. motivational. See, that's the thing. I'd, I'd love to work out and be active like that, but I just, for some reason, I can't do it by myself. Yeah, if I had I, somebody I with me to motivate, like if you live nearby and we could go to a gym or something, I would love that. I would be there every day, but just doing it by myself, I, I, I can't, it, so I slack. So. <laughs> it's tough by yourself. The one thing about by myself, it's my alone time. It's my true, nobody true. is around me. Like Especially now at the gym, it's pretty empty in my gym. 
So I go there after work and I sit on my elliptical or my treadmill or my bike or whatever I choose to do that day. And I just sit there for an hour solid and work my butt off for about an hour. And then I, (laughs) the the gym I go to, I mean, not to say that this is, you know, a, a good thing. They have Netflix on the TV screens of what I'm working out on. So it gives me something to do. Like I can watch, you know, I could sit on my butt and watch TV or I can go to the gym and do something and watch TV. Right. So I might as well go to the gym and work my butt off for an hour and, you know, lose some weight and feel better and yeah. all, all those pluses. To... I'm, not get... I'm not getting any younger, so I felt like I needed to do something. You aren't. I just realized I'm turning 40 in February, so. Welcome to the club, Jack. I know. It's scary. <laughs> like I said, we were supposed to go, uh, me and my wife were supposed to go to a Seahawks game sometime this season, but with uh, the COVID, yeah. we scrapped those plans. So, But anyway, let's get into uh, right. week five. There are some buys. Um, who is on a buy? Detroit, on a buy? Detroit and somebody else. I can't remember who the other team is. Uh, shoot, let me get over and click on it, and I'll tell you. Yeah, because I've been doing my lineups, and I'm like, all right, Detroit's yeah, on a buy. I was doing some things. And Detroit's I... on a buy. Who else is on a buy? Oh, Yahoo doesn't have the buy up here. So. Hang on. But anyway, uh, while you're looking that up, we'll get into game one. Uh, we talked about it already. You can go to statementgames.com or the app and check out the Tampa Bay Bucks are going to Chicago the windy city um so i'm taking tampa um as much guff as i love to give tom brady about being washed up and old and he threw one of those another one of those pick sixes that was right to the dude uh so that was pretty bad uh but uh detroit and green bay are the two teams on a bye this week detroit green so it's not too bad but after this week, that, starting you know week six, you, you get multiple, so it starts getting a little hairy after this. <laughs> it makes a whole lot of sense now why Devontae Adams didn't play. So I'm actually yep. okay with that. I mean, it was it stunk because I w- didn't have a pivot. Although, uh, yeah. shout out to J. Mike um, from the open bar. I, I, I still beat him without Devontae Adams going. It was close. And the... And the Packers won handedly, so they didn't really they need did, him. Yeah, they didn't really need him. Uh, and the fact and just to say, I, w- I want to tell our buddy Peter that always listens, and I'm sure he'll know who he is. He sucks because uh, he brought it to my attention uh, just before I come on the show that in a flea flicker league that me and him's in together, I traded him uh, Robert Tonyan, I think it is, the tight end. <laughs> I traded him Robert Tonyan and – I didn't even know who the guy was, I'll be honest. I didn't know who he was, and he offered me a, I think it was a fifth or a seventh round pick, and I'm like, hell yeah, I'll take that. You know, but no, nobody nobody had ever heard of Robert Tanyan before last night, yeah, probably. I mean, he had, he had a touchdown. Like, he had a touchdown week three, I think, too. But I'm like, this is great. I traded somebody I've never even freaking heard of for a draft pick thinking I'm doing good, and I get burnt for three touchdowns. Or somebody got burnt, but still, I was like, Wow. Yeah. I don't it's like know. you got me, Peter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, but getting back to the Bucks in Chicago, um, I, I like to see um, 
Jordan Whitehead. He's he's been playing pretty decent. I know we've talked a lot about Antoine Winfield on the show, but uh, Jordan Whitehead's been a very good player for the Bucks this year. He has very good. Him and uh, Anton Winfield have just been from those safety positions. They've been lighting it up. So, all right, I'm going to step away for a second. Why don't you talk about Carolina visiting the Falcons and how much of a crap bowl that's going to be? Yeah, and I've got Tampa Bay winning as well. So, like uh, our next one is Carolina at Atlanta. Um, <laughs> you got to think Atlanta can win somewhere. Uh, but man, they have been so snake bitten with these big, lo- uh, big lead losses, and they they kind of hung around last night with the Packers, and then the Packers just kind of flexed that muscle and pulled away. So, you know, they uh, <laughs> you got to wonder how much longer is Dan Quinn got? You know how how short is that leash, that rope? You know, uh, I can't imagine that if he continues to lose, that he's going to finish the season. Uh, they have some good talent, you know, um, but for me, I just think Carolina is a better team. I know they're a little younger, a little more unproven, but their defense is doing good with the rookies, Derek Brown, uh, Jeremy Chen at safety. He has been so good for them. Um, Shaq Thompson's been good. Um, and then on offense, you know, they've lost Christian McCaffrey, but Really, Teddy Bridgewater has uh, performed very well for them, kept them in games. So, for me, I'm taking Carolina. I, ju- I just think that right now Atlanta is just so snake bitten. I mean, they're so gun shy that they just they're they're teetering right now. And I think Carolina just pushes them over the edge. Of, is in my opinion. Um, and I'm going to be watching Derek Brand. I want to see how he does up front, and I want to watch Jeremy Chin. Those two are just amazingly good rookies that uh, Carolina was fortunate enough to get. And Dan can kind of catch up when he gets back. Um, Our next game is Buffalo at Tennessee. Uh, This is so hard for me. Huge Tennessee fan. They're at home. But with all this COVID stuff, they're kind of already depleted in the secondary uh, Josh Allen has been playing lots out at quarterback. So I think Buffalo comes to Tennessee, gets the win. Um, I hope I'm wrong, um, but you never know. I mean, it, it's just crazy how all this COVID has turned everything upside down. I know they're, like I said, they're short on uh, they're short on uh, cornerbacks, so they're playing two rookies, and one, I think one of those got hurt. They're trying to get a Dory Jackson back. Um, and then Buffalo's been playing really sound. Uh, McDermott has got that defense really dialed in. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. Josh Norman was kind of an afterthought. And he comes. he's eligible for his first game and makes one of the hugest plays of the day for IDP. So, uh, for me, I'm going to be watching Ed Oliver, and I'm going to be watching Rashawn Evans. Um but I think the Bills win this one. And Dan is back, so I went over two games while you were gone. I picked uh, Carolina to beat Atlanta. Okay. And I picked Buffalo to beat Tennessee. So I think I'm with you there uh, on both of those accounts, yes. Uh, kids are wonderful, aren't they? Um, they are. Yeah. <laughs> They're treasures, Dan. 
9.30 still awake. Is it Ethan? No, it's Brayden, and he's just... Oh, Brayden. I always get those two mixed. I love Brayden. He's my hero. Yeah, well, yeah, he might leave you alone for another hour on the podcast if I... Please pass that message to him. He doesn't know me, but I love him. Well, He's my buddy. He better knock his crap off. Anyway, uh, yeah, I got Carolina and Buffalo as well. Um, right. Don't you just think that Atlanta's just so freaking snake bitten right now with this? Atlanta's terrible. They're I know, terrible. but I mean, they got, some, they got some good pieces. Ridley, Deion Jones, Julio Jones. They're all banged up. Some... And they're all hurt. I mean, I know, Julio's they're not... just so snake bitten. Julio's not going to play. Carolina's actually looked really good the last couple weeks. That's what I was saying. Yeah, even so... without McCaffrey, they've looked great. Well, Mike Davis is just filled yeah. in that role. I mean, it, it's like he's, you know, he's not as dynamic, I don't think, as McCaffrey, but he's filling in nicely. Um, I think everybody's writing off DJ Moore a little too early. I see the... I have a ton of shares of him, and I'm, I'm trying to hang on, but he's making it rough, let me tell you. Chicken little. <laughs> Look, he's got, he's got Teddy Bridgewater to throw into him. I mean, come on. True, true. Wait till they get a real quarterback there. I mean, this is dynasty we're talking about. Redraft, yeah, get rid of him. He ain't going to do anything. Uh, Buffalo, meanwhile, Buffalo's on a roll. Uh, Tennessee, going to be rusty. Yeah. Uh, I just I just see Buffalo. Buffalo's on a roll, and they're they, they playing some good football. I mean, even without some pieces, they have you know, they made it to 4-0. And I mean, right. And I think Tennessee's good. secondary is just kind of beat up. Um, I mean, the rest could be good for them, but then that, now they got to start this thirteen straight. Yeah, and who knows? They might still be without some players because I mean, Jeffrey Simmons was on the COVID list. Um, Humphreys, so some bigger names ended up on that list over the weekend. Quietly, yeah, and quietly. You know, the SCNFL isn't advertising that stuff. Yeah, and they kind of mentioned that. Um, I guess somebody kind of asked about Kevin Byard. Here's a little insight from local radio. They ask about him, and they're like, well, due to some injuries in the secondary with the Dory Jackson being out, with Chris Jackson, the, the rookie, being out a little bit, they've had to go with Christian Fulton and Chris Jackson earlier. Uh, Malcolm Bort- Butler hasn't performed, so they've had to kind of reverse the roles. Kenny Vaccaro's become that guy down in the box that does everything Swiss Army knife because Byard is better in coverage They've kind of had to leave him in that deep center field rover position to help with the corners because they, they're just so depleted. So once we get back to full health, I think you'll see Byard's numbers go back up. But yeah, I'm with you. I just I think with Josh Allen on fire, they Buffalo takes advantage of Tennessee and it's gonna be a sad day. Uh, yeah. we're gonna get our first loss. I was really hoping to go four and oh and see Houston go oh and four and, and put a big old gap on them, but hey. Yeah, well since I've you know, you talk 20 minutes about those games. We do need to, to pick up the pace a little bit on the rest. Uh, next up, we got Kansas City hosting the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Chiefs dominating. Yeah, yeah, uh, they run away with it. The Raiders can't. They, they don't have any healthy receivers, it seems like. Um, and their their defense is a little banged up. I did see that um, Kwiatkowski did play this weekend. Yeah. So Does Carr make the whole season as the starter? Yeah, because who – I mean, are you going to put in Nathan Peterman? I'm just curious. I'm, I mean, okay, I'll put it this way. Is he their starter next year? Is he their starter next year? Probably not. 
I've heard a lot of situations bandied about, including Sam Darnold ending up in Las Vegas. You know, I actually am not hating that. Yeah. I'm not hating that. Actually, we talked about that on Friday night, I think. Didn't we? I think we may have, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, next up, uh, I think we both got the Chiefs. Um, yep. I love watching Frank Clark, even though he's not in Seahawks action green anymore. Hopefully Chris Jones is back. Uh like to see him. Yeah, I didn't know he was out. Luckily, I caught the. Did he leave the game or was he out beforehand? Did he leave the game or was he out before the game? No, he was inactive. Um, Oh, I didn't even know that. So, I don't think I I owned him anywhere. Yeah, I caught it last minute and was able to get a a substitution in. So, worked out for me there. But, uh, yeah, hopefully he's back. I would like to watch him, see how he does. We'll see. But they should, whether he's back or not, they should beat the Raiders easily. Yeah. Next up, Arizona faces the New York Jets, and uh, this is a get-right game for, for Arizona. Uh, I think anybody yeah. that plays the Jets is a get-right game. Uh, they're coming off of two bad losses, and they have a chance to look good again. Buda Baker is going to be interesting to see if he is back, because uh, he is not uh, for sure back. He wants to play, yeah. I'm sure, coming off the surgery, but um, you know, precautionary measures may be in place. You're playing the Jets. Do you really need to have yeah. your best players to play the Jets? And I don't know. They, I'm sure no one associated with Arizona listens to us. But if they do or somebody knows somebody in that organization, can you ask them what the hell they're doing with Isaiah Simmons? And also, why are they not using Larry Fitzgerald? I mean, I know Fitzgerald with Hopkins and, and Kirk and those guys, he was going to take a bit of a backseat. But he's been a huge disappointment too this year so. I just don't know what they're doing with Simmons. I, I don't get it. He's playing almost as many special team plays as defensive snaps. So Eddie used to listen to us. I'm not sure if he still does. Who? You, know, you know Eddie. He he commissions a couple leagues. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know who he is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and well, Eddie, ask him. <laughs> you know the the fantasy footballers have to listen to us, and they're Cardinal fans. So yeah, I'm just puzzled by that. I don't know why you would take him that high. And not utilize him. I mean, I really don't. Maybe they're stringing. I mean, maybe they just want to bring him along slowly, and I don't know. Build. What's their record? Two and two. He's still one of their best eleven defenders. Whether there's a learning curve or not, you got to get him on the field somewhere. I mean, Buda Baker's out. Why not put him in that spot? I'm not disagreeing with you, but we can't have this conversation every week. Next up. Uh, so I got the Cardinals. I think anybody, the Jets are my favorite team to pick against, I think, because they're just god-awful. Um, Shame on you. Well, it could be the, the Texans now, but they're maybe not. Yeah. Yeah, let's go with the Texans. They suck. Okay. Uh, Philadelphia <laughs> goes and faces the Pittsburgh Steelers, the team that used to be the Steagles back in the World War II days, I believe it was. Nice um, history. That was nice. Yes, yes. Everyone's nice. Um, I got the Steelers. I mean, come on. The, the Eagles barely have any receivers. They they threw to a Travis Fulgham, whoever that is. Um, <laughs> All right. Was their leading receiver, I think. Um, yeah, they're, they're just too beat up. Their offensive line's tr- uh, just beat up. I mean, TJ Watt is going to have a field day in that game. Steelers just curb stomp them, don't they? I, th- I think I they think just so. beat them the Steelers down. Are, first of all, the Steelers are pissed because they wanted to beat up on your Titans and they didn't get a chance to. 
Well, they'll get their chance. They're just going to have to wait. Eric Ebron is missing his daughter's or his son's, his, his child's birthday party thanks to your Titans. You know what? You can jump Eric Ebron ahead of the bosses on that list if you want to. Uh, anyways, uh, we both got the Steelers. I think TJ Watt might get three sacks in this game because the Eagles' Very offensive awesome. line is that bad. I'm watching uh, Devin Bush. That's my guy. Yeah. So watching him rams visit the washington football team i mean the rams get to just clobber the nfc east these last three weeks they're knocking them all out right now it's great that uh we get to face the nfc east this year the 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 (laughs) nfc west we're gonna just clobber them badly beat up on cupcakes (laughs) pretty much i mean washington didn't look I mean, they they came storming back, and Baltimore, like I said, was going to throttle them. Um, right. They did. Um, I don't think they covered the spread, though. Yeah, if Washington Washington could just get something together offensively, I think they would be a lot more competitive because they got the defense. I mean, even in some of their bad games, that front line, as we all expected, well, come on, I mean, well, you, you but... can't say that defense played well. Lamar Jackson Jackson carved them up. Mark Andrews (laughs) carved them up. Uh, He ran for like 50 yards untouched. I mean, Lamar Jackson's good and all, but you you can't tout that defense after that effort. I know they're without a few guys, but still. Yeah. They're not. They're not what they were week one, that's for sure. They are missing Chase Young, but even still, even with him, I think they need more weapons offensively. So, absolutely, um, they're not going anywhere until they get built. I mean, they're they're a building team. They're not they're not ready to compete. Right. Uh, um, moving on, we got. Um, well, I mean, you, you want to see? I want to see Taylor Rapp and see if he's going to get some more yes. playing time here. And it looks like he is with Fuller being banged up. I was kind of looking at the snap counts. He. Um, his snap count went back up, and surprisingly, guess what? His stats went back up. He had, forget how many it was, but he had a number of tackles. So I started him in a couple of legs. He rewarded me. So, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I definitely want to see how Taylor Rapp does. It's almost as if there's a correlation between playing time and statistics. Like if you play yeah, a lot, we- you're bound to get some tackles. You're bound to fall into some tackles. Yeah, and I'm kind of working on a stock market piece that just uh, I, I that was one of the things I mentioned about a certain player. So if you want to know who that player is, you'll have to read it. But uh, teaser that was it was my thing. You know, he uh, he's now getting a full complement of reps during the game, ninety five plus percent. And guess what? He's producing now. So and it's somebody that we love. So uh, you'll have to check that out and see who it is. That's what we call a teaser in the business, folks. And you'll have to visit ID, the idpguys.org in order to find that information. Yeah. It's free, though. But you can become a member and, and come come chat with us. Um, or, you become a, or you can become a patron and then come chat with us. Yeah. Uh, so we got a couple more games before your your big read here. You can, you can get your paperwork ready there. I'll yes. give you a little bit of a hint here. I'm ready. Um, but anyway, next up is the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Baltimore Ravens. It's at Baltimore. 
Um, as good as the Bengals have looked offensively, um, yep. I think Baltimore's too much of a juggernaut for them. I do too, and I'm loving what Cincinnati's got. Loving Joe Burrow there. I think he's the he's the key piece for them offensively. Um, defensively, I'm watching, of course, Patrick Queen, but I also want to see Logan Wilson and and one that we've not mentioned a whole lot is Akeem Davis Gaither. The last few weeks, he's been playing more and more reps, so. I could actually see them going to Pratt in the middle, Logan Wilson, and uh, Akeem Davis Gaither, Gaither, sorry, as their three linebackers. And uh, if they can perform like that, that'd be huge for them. Of course, Jesse Bates had a big week last week, so yeah, uh, lots to watch Friday, Peter. Yeah, and um, we met Peter mentioned him uh, when we talked to him on his patron roster breakdown here cheap plug here absolutely uh that we uh he mentioned khalid kareem so i'm curious to, to kind of see him and see if he's yeah. getting some decent playing time former golden domer notre and a dame good little segue there you know sign up and be a patreon that's one of the perks of being our patreon you can uh you can uh have me and dan break down your rosters and tell you the do's and don'ts the ads and drops and all that good stuff and uh, we yeah. enjoy talking football so We've had a number of uh, Patreons do that, and we like to help out. So Yeah, especially in-season. I mean, you know, oh, yeah. in-season's a popular time of year to uh, try to, you know, go for the gusto. I mean, you know, we, we focus on IDP, but we can, you know, look at other parts of the roster. I mean, I, I, I tend to, to win championships pretty regularly, well, so, you know, I'm not, you not know, too shabby. You know, defense wins championships, Dan. That's where it starts. Uh, unless you're an offense-only league, and then defense does <laughs> <True. not win. laughs> Defense doesn't win you anything in those. Uh, but uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin retained his title this week. So nice in, in an offensive-only league. And like I said, I, awesome. I didn't. E- I didn't even need Devonte Adams. Wow! Look so, at you. Yeah, I was. I was. I trust me. I was looking for a solution to that problem, but I. <laughs> and I had Jamal Williams that I could have started, except to start three wide receivers. And my wide receiver core looks like um, looks like Walter Reed Medical Center. <laughs> uh, it, it's it's great. it's an infirmary in there. I mean, I got Godwin. I got um, about three other dudes that are just hurt, and I'm like, God, you know, Godwin, <laughs> of course, being the big piece that's hurt, you know. But having Godwin and Adams and McCaffrey all injured and still winning games is pretty miraculous. So, uh, I've built quite a team, I must say. It's, it's an auction league. It's my only auction league that I have done well in, so I'm proud of that. Actually, in the money league is an auction league, too. I, I'm doing pretty well in that one, too. Oh, we're in the same division, I think, in that one. I'm whooping tail. I don't know. I, I won big last week under that. Aren't you skinny mini in that? Skinny McKinney, yeah. It's a Yeah. Apparently some kind of poker term. I don't know. Yeah, I'm in the same bracket. I mean the same division with you. Yeah. I think we're tied actually. Are we now? Yeah, I, I think, think I, I only lost Mr. once. I don't know. Yeah. I got Mr. Mahomes leading the way for me. Yeah, I'm three and one. We're all we got we got three good teams in that division. So Yeah, we do. Although I am, looks like I'm like third, I'm like fourth in points. So 
it's a it's a it's a high high scoring league, so it's pretty fun. Because um, you know you got crazy points being put up. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, our last one o'clock game of the day is Jacksonville at Houston, and God, that looks like a. That looks if terrible. there was ever a way to for both teams to lose, I would pray it would be this game. They could tie. <sighs> True. I'll take a tie. Uh, I'll take I'll take Houston though. I mean, I, I think Houston. Uh, Bill's gone. Bob, yeah. Bob, Bill, whatever you want to call him. And you know the interim is Romeo Cornell, so I think they rally around him. He fires them up, and uh, I think they win. I Romeo Cornell's a good coach, and yeah, he is. Um, you know, if anybody can rile them, I mean, Deshaun Watson's tired of losing. Let's just be be frank here. He he tries his damnedest to, to will them to victory, but there is just something deeper. I mean, since since Hopkins got traded, it's been deeper than that. Yeah. I got Houston though. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Jacksonville wins this game. It's in Houston though, so I'll give the slight edge to them. Both teams are this, terrible. Yeah, it was a tough one, uh, but I think Houston's kind of fired up. Zero and four, they get their first win here. Yeah, um, maybe they can throw the ball to Brandon I'm Cooks for once. <laughs> maybe yeah. player I'm watching is Zach Cunningham and uh, Joe Schobert is the two I want to watch. Yeah, I want to see Josh Allen again. Um, I seem to say that a lot, probably, but I want to see he's he's gotten back on track for the most part. Yeah. Um, but this episode of IDP Nation is sponsored by Blue Chew. Yeah. So, guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence and bait. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's like the color blue. B-L-U-E. And BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. Maybe you go out and you, you have a hot date on a Friday night and you go out to dinner. You can take it one on a full stomach so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. <laughs> If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast, easy way to enhance your performance. And let's face it, when you look, as Dion says, when you look good, you feel good. When you feel good, you play good. Hey, Blue Chew can help you with that. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. And they're made right here in the U.S. of A. And since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct to your door, they're cheaper than a pharmacy, there's no awkwardness, and you don't even have to leave the house. You can order it while you're sitting there watching football on the weekends, uh, and they'll bring it right to you. So right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners, Dan. They can go visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment Free. That's right. Free. When you use our special promo code IDP Nation, all you got to do is pay the $5 shipping and they'll send it right to you. Again, that's bluechew.com. B L U E chew.com. Promo code IDP Nation. Go try it for free. Absolutely. Help out our sponsors because they help us out. 
so bluechew.com, go check it out. IDP Nation is that code. And back to the four o'clock games. Uh, we have one, two, three, four, four o'clock games. Mm. Um, again, NFL. Um, my, my, <laughs> my weekly plea to you: let's let's mix like two more. Yeah. You know, I know bye weeks. You know, it, you want to. If you have three in the afternoon, I, I get bye weeks. Yeah, if you have six teams on a bye, I get it. Right. But there's no excuse. You have what? One, two, three. You have nine early games. There's no reason to have nine early games and only four afternoon games. Yeah, you know, that's something I've kind of always hated. Even, to. even I, put the crappy Houston-Jacksonville game. I mean, Houston's practically in, in the middle of the country. Put them in the I kind of think they're thinking the Monday night game and the Sunday night game is part of that late group, which I kind of get in the way. But, but it's not. <laughs> it's not, but I think that's kind of how they look at it, you know. They're standalone like, games. I mean, I, I look at Sunday afternoons. I want a good mix of football. I want a good cluster. Now, I know the football, the TV contracts, the way they work is the right. doubleheader teams. You know, you're only allowed to show the doubleheader if your home team is away or some crap like that. I don't know. Whatever, whatever nonsense they make up about TV rules. Listen, we just want football. We don't care about your stupid TV rules. Put as many games on as you, you can at a time. We'll watch. I mean, having two Monday night games the other night was great, even though the one game was pathetic. At least the Kansas City Patriots game was pretty entertaining. Yeah, it was. And, you know, I love that. I love that doubleheader Monday night with that early, early game. I, I really did. It's I, a shame. I've seen, it's a shame Cam of, wasn't playing in that game. It's a shame COVID right. kind of had to cause that to happen. But, but yeah, I mean, the Patriots are complaining, of course, that they have to play like 11, three games in 11 days or something crazy like that. Which, right, you know, yeah, is, I think it is. Three three games in 10 days, I think I heard. I think it's 11. Well, 10 or 11, and I think that's part of the reason Chris Jones was out there. Well, that's not, that's that's New England, not New England. Or not New England, I'm sorry. Yeah. I think it is 3 and 11. Yeah, and honestly, I mean, is Cam going to be able to make it back for that last game out of that swing? Is this going to be a real question? Yeah, if he's asymptomatic, can he get the negative tests in in time? Um, so anyway, getting to the four o'clock games. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> These four o'clock games look pretty bad. I might be taking a nap <laughs> uh, because you're looking at this one, Miami at San Francisco. Um, I think even as bad as San Francisco has looked and as beaten up as San Francisco is, I think at home they can take care of the Dolphins. Although Fitz Magic, you know, is, is still alive. He's still got one more week in him. Yeah. Um, I'm taking he the really Niners. Really played bad though. He hasn't. I'm taking the Niners just because I think um, Garoppolo should be back from from what I gather. See, if I was torn back. on this one. If, if Garoppolo's back, I may change my pick. But right now, I'm going to take Miami. I mean, if Philadelphia can kind of roll in there and beat them, Phil- I think Miami Philadelphia is better than Miami. Maybe not. Are they, are they really? One, two, and one? Are they really? I'm just saying. If if um, Defensively, I think Philadelphia is better than Miami. If Flores can put together a really good game plan defensively, 
I think that will give them a shot. Um, but of course, that depending on Garoppolo. Now, if Garoppolo's there, I'm going to change my pick to San Francisco. Um, if not, then I'm going to take Miami here for the upset. I think George Kittle can dominate again. Very true. So I don't. I think it doesn't matter <laughs> as long as George Kittle's on the team and playing. I think San Francisco can win. Um, Miami, Miami's made some strides. You know, I, I picked them to win the division. Uh, that's looking pretty foolish right now. Uh, but yeah, I got the Niners. Um, their their defense is beat up. Their offense is beat up. I mean, they, they're just a beat up football team injury wise. Um, but the Dolphins have some injury problems of their own. So. They do. Uh, but I, I, I got the Niners. It'll be a close game, I think. I don't think it'll be a blowout. Although the, the percentages here, 94% of Yahoo users have picked San Francisco. So, which is interesting. Yeah, I had to pick something because we've been agreeing pretty much. So, I kind of have to pick a few yeah. to go against. So. Well, next up, Indianapolis visits the Cleveland Browns. And the Browns coming off of that pretty uh, – outstanding victory against Dallas. I mean, Dallas can't play any defense, and they just were torching stuff. Yeah. And by the way, I am the king of the IDP Nation Pick'em League here. <laughs> I am up 45. I'm, I have a one-game lead over Kyle Bellifuel. I think I'm at 40, right? You are at 40. Yeah, so you're, mm-hmm. you're back five times. So I apparently whooped some tail this past week when it comes to picks. I got eleven right this past week. Yeah, how many? But I think I think I, I, I Kyle and Sean uh, had much less, so I, I overtook them with the good week. I had the high. I was tied for the high. I guess I won the tiebreaker because of the points in the Monday night game. You had 11 yeah, correct as well. You had 11 correct last week as well, but I already had a lead on you. I'll take that. Oh, that's not bad. Yep. So who are you taking in this game? You're breaking up. Who was it? Uh, Indy and Cleveland. I, I'm taking Andy. I know Cleveland's kind of been... Playing sort of well, you know. Miles Garrett, the boss man's going to win the bet. He's he's starting to heat up. Uh, looks like you know Odell Beckham has played really, really well for them. What a game he had last week! But I, I kind of go back to our uh, our one of our biggest, or not ours, but one of the biggest uh, statements in NFL. We are who they thought they were. From uh, Dennis Green, I think Indianapolis defense with Derek. Or Derek DeForest Buckner up front, he has been a complete game changer for them. Uh, that defense has been swarming around him, so I'm going to take Indianapolis here for the win. I'm going with Cleveland. The Cleveland's playing at home. Uh, the Cleveland defense, I mean, they they let Dallas score on them, but I think they can bait Philip Rivers into some some turnovers. I mean, I think. Um, Garrett can can get to there and, and make some make some noise. Um, even without Chubb, I think this Cleveland running game is legit. And I know they got a they got a pretty yeah, good defense, but uh, is Darius Leonard going to be healthy for Indianapolis? 
That's a big, big loss. They they lost That's him. That's a concern. He only had one tackle game. last week, which surprised me. Well, he left with an injury, so, I mean. Yeah, I know, but I was like, whoa, 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 what happened here? He's only got one tackle. Yeah, yeah, so. Um, so that's a little concerning. That was a trade conversation that we started. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, it's funny because I'm in trade talks with the Tennessee Titans in this league, so it's very fitting that I'm talking to a Titans fan here. Give them a good deal. Whoever it is, just give them a good yeah, deal. Yeah, I think we got a deal worked out because I, I have a couple, couple guys. I, I do too. I'm, I'm listening. Well, let's let's What's finish the games, out? then we'll talk about the trade. All right. Um, I think Dallas might actually get a W this week. Uh, Dallas is playing the New York Football Giants. Um, God, you would hope so. <laughs> so you would hope so. You would hope so. I'm taking Dallas as well. Watching my boy Blake Martinez. Um, don't really care about anybody on Dallas, so. Yeah, uh, obviously, like Blake Martinez. Uh, I kind of want to see. Julia Love would be another one I'd like to watch and see how they're using him, see how he does. I kind of want to see if Dallas can stop anybody because it doesn't seem like they can. Uh, For real. Yeah, but Dallas – I got Dallas winning this game big. I mean, I think the Giants are, again, injuries have been really downing some of these teams that we had some higher hopes for. I mean, I didn't think the Giants were going to win the division, but I thought they'd be more competitive than they have been. Um, But without Saquon Barkley, you know, they don't really have the receivers to keep up with them. Uh, I want to see Trayvon Diggs. He's been one of my favorite corners, I think, so far. I mean, he got called for a bad penalty, I think, um, in the Cleveland game. That's all I saw him, really. Uh, but he's pretty good. Uh, next up, we got Denver at the Patriots. I hope Cam plays in this game, because if not, this game is going to be terrible. It's going to be like 9-6 to six final. <laughs> is you know, Jared Stidham going to play? Yeah, but that was against the Jets. Yeah, and apparently Locke is going to be out. I think I saw that somewhere. He, he possibly is going to be out again this week. So Bel- Belichick is going to make Rippon right. throw into terrible decisions. So I got yeah, New England winning the game. New England but... secondary is no joke with the McCordys and Stephon Gilmore. Yeah, they're Jason really good. Jackson. Yeah, they're good. So. Although um, Stonehands McCordy. <laughs> Come on, that the ball's thrown right to him. I mean, not saying uh, I could, not saying I could pick it off. Sometimes the easiest ones are the hardest ones to catch, Dan. So. Yes, sometimes the giant beach balls are tough to catch. Yeah, but that, yeah, that, that, that have been big in that game too. Because I mean, it, I know late the honey badger ran back a touchdown and it got out of hand, but that game was close. I mean, it actually, they didn't even score yet. I don't think. Yeah, they they kept that thing really close, so, yeah. and the way they schemed, it was impressive. I mean, um, well, I mean, there's a blueprint. There's a blueprint for stopping the Chiefs, and the the Chargers have made the blueprint. Yeah. And you just have yeah. to have the players to do it. Is really yeah. the key. You have to have the guys back in the in the secondary to cover, and you have to have good pass rushers. Yeah, and I think New England has that with Winovich. Um, 
gosh, yeah. help me. A guy played pretty good last night. I mean, um, Simon yeah. was coming off the edge. I mean, Jennings, uh, Jennings played some. They've got one more guy. What is his name? Shaq Calhoun's been playing Shaq, well for Shaq them. Calhoun, yeah. Yep. Um, like what they got in their secondary. Their linebackers are a little suspect, but I think New England just kind of walks all over Denver because I think Vilichek will manipulate, like you said, he will manipulate them into making some bad plays, bad throws, stuff. So, yeah, I don't. I don't think Belichick cares if he has linebackers. Yeah, I don't think he does. He's either. fine. He's fine running dime with one linebacker out there, like ninety percent of the game. Right. I mean, he's using Duggar and Phillips and um, and those guys as basically. You know, uh, was it Johnson or Jackson? They're they're running like you know, DBs all over the place. They're not really worried about their linebackers. Uh, so New England. Um, uh, Again, my boy Chase Winovich, until he starts uh, cooling off, that's who I want to see. <laughs> Absolutely. I'd like to see Bradley Chubb again, or Derek Tuska uh, on Denver. And I want to see Kyle Duggar, too. Yeah, I mean, he got called for a bad penalty. That's the only thing yeah. I remember about him in that game that stood out. <laughs> uh, next up, Minnesota comes to the Pacific Northwest to face the Seattle Seahawks. Um, I, I got Seattle. Minnesota's looked terrible. Um, they, they, they've played well the last two weeks, but they're playing bad. In the, and, and I'm not saying Tennessee's bad, but Tennessee played like crap in that game. <laughs> and they, really they ran all over the Titans defense. Yeah. And they were just lucky that Tannehill was there to bring them back from the brink of oh, my disaster. Geez. Oh, my shit. I can't with you. See, we almost made it. We almost, almost. almost freaking made it. Yeah, but a career day to Dalvin Cook, 100 and I think 81 yards rushing, which yeah. I was kind of surprised. But damn, he ran all over them. And then they played. I mean, they put the the nail in the coffin of Bill O'Brien. So really, Minnesota's been a pain in your neck this year. <laughs> they, they, they got they got Bill O'Brien fired. They they look major Titans look terrible. Hey, I'll take a W any way I can get it. I sure, you're putting the prettiest thing, but. I'll give you that. But, uh, I, I like busting your chops, but I think Russell Wilson and the deep ball is just going to... Oh, God, yeah. Harrison Smith can't play everywhere, and we saw what happened when Harrison Smith left that game. And really, wasn't that such bullshit on that call? I mean, come on. That's, it was, but they're uh, that's, trying. That's this league has become so soft. Quandre I mean, Diggs was, was tossed for the same thing. Although, the one thing, the one thing I argue about is... The offensive player's head drops, too, on that play. Right. And, uh, you know, I know the offensive player's defenseless or whatever they wanted to say about that, but when... You can't drop your shoulder and hit with your shoulder without dropping your head. You just can't. Now, well, you can it leading with your head. I get that. I agree with that. But some of these, these guys are... They're hitting with their shoulder, and their head is going with that. When you drop your shoulder down, your head goes with it. You can't, There's no other way around it. So I think some of these are just the bullshit calls. I'm going to say it. That's what they are. Um, yeah, but I, I think I you mean, have to look at is their intent is where I think you have to decipher. You're always trying to kill your opponent. <laughs> Not kill, but you're always trying to tackle your opponent, and you're trying well, to make them. Make. You're trying to make them feel you. Right, exactly. You're trying to set the tone. You're trying to make a presence. You're trying to intimidate. That's what this game is about. 
It, it is. And the, the, the thing about... and my, <coughs> the, point, the point I was trying to make that I don't know that you understood, what I was trying to say is a lot of these hits happen because the offensive players tuck their head. Yes. And they're they're half guilty, too, for some of these helmet-to-helmet hits. Because if you look at some of the helmet-to-helmet hits we've had this year where they're really taking a strong look at whether the defender should be targeted and thrown out, a lot of times the offensive player's lowering their head, too, which is what's, you know, that they're just as guilty as the defensive player in that case. And I know they have tried to, to – there has been a couple calls where, you know, the offensive player gets called for leaning their head, but it's never called on the offense. You see running backs – all the time, lower their head and just run forward. Yep, it's not smart, but it's, nope. it's the way they've been taught since they were in pee wee football. Yeah. So I mean, it's hard to it's hard to unlearn that, and I know they're trying to get it out of the game, trying to make yep. it safer. But this is football at the end of the day. Yeah, I get it. It's a violent sport. I get all that player safety. You, you're, you're trying to protect them, but like you said, it's a. Um, I think you have to look at the intent. Are you trying to use your head as a weapon? Because, I mean, you just can't make a good tackle with your shoulder and not have your head follow. And I think some of this is, what's the word, incidental sometimes? Some of it Uh, is. I mean, some of it is a split-second adjustment that's that's impossible. And I think when when you try to replay it in slow motion... It makes it look bad. I think all of the replays of those kinds of hits should be done at regular speed because when you slow it down, it's it's real easy. Oh, man, you see this guy? He slightly moved to the left to, to drive his head into the other guy's head. That's not what the guy's thinking. When you're moving that fast on a football field, I don't know how many of these guys that, that control New York that make these decisions, you know, I hope they've played football before. I hope they've played safety before to realize how fast the game happens. Yeah. Well, it kind of goes back to like the quarterback slide. That's, that's another one. I mean, some of these are legitimate penalties. Some of them are such bull crap because you as a defender, like a, you know, a linebacker safety, whoever, a defender, you know, you are keyed on stopping this guy, and then all of a sudden at the last second he pulls up the slides, and maybe you've already made it in your mind you're going to make the tackle. You've already made that motion. Yeah. How can and you what stop hap- what happens when, when Sam Darnold fakes a slide? And then, exactly. See, my point exactly. And it makes you look foolish. You don't want to be the guy letting up a 50-yard exactly. touchdown to Sam Darnold because you – you wanted to let up. You wanted to. Exactly. And like I said, I'm all about the safety, but I wish the NFL would, with these type of plays, the sliding, the uh, the leading with a helmet stuff, I wish they would look at the intent more than the action because I think that's where it's at. Yes and no. I mean, <laughs> trust me. I mean, you, I, I'm a you big can fan. You players trying to hurt somebody. You really can. But, I mean, Cam Chancellor is one of my favorite football players ever. Cam Chancellor will light you up like a Christmas tree. That's the thing. Like that's what you. <laughs> that's what I loved about him is he exactly. made you fear going across the middle. And I think, but see, he didn't do it in a way where it was intentional. It's not like he was trying to. 
He wanted to make you feel him. He wanted to drive his shoulder through your chest. I mean, you can't say he didn't want to hurt you. He wanted to hurt you. He yeah, didn't want to. He didn't want to give you a concussion, but he wanted to hurt you. My point exactly. He's not trying to kill you, but he wants to put the fear in you. And all it takes is see. That's the whole thing. It only takes one play sometimes. If you're a receiver coming across the middle and a Cam Chancellor or or a Ronnie Law or somebody like that, they light your ass up the very first time, that's in your head from that point on. Uh, Super Bowl against Denver. Yeah. If you take that away Cam from the Chancellor. defenders, you're, that's like taking a weapon away from them. That's, Cam, Cam Chancellor won that Super Bowl in the first drive. Oh, yeah. Cam Chancellor was I mean, beast. they got the safety too, but Cam Chancellor lit up. I think it was uh, – was it Demarius Thomas or Emmanuel Sanders? Mm. Can't remember which one. Or was it Wes I, Welker? It was one of those guys yeah, uh, I don't for Denver. He, he, they got lit up, and they did middle of the field was never touched the rest of the game. And see, that that proves my point. They it never does. went across the middle again. He set the tone. He set the precedent. It's not like he was trying to kill the guys, but he, he wanted was. to make an impact. <laughs> <laughs> you're not helping me, Dan. But you're 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 talking out both sides of your mouth, though, because you're saying he didn't want to hurt them, but he wanted to put the fear of God in them. Like I think he, you can he, do that. Like, I I really do. You can't do that unless you are trying to. I mean, there's you, a difference between playing. All right, Daryl, you've played football before. Yeah, there's a difference between playing physical and being every so dirty pregame. You're with your team. I mean, I, I've watched you know these documentaries with following these schools around. The players are talking about killing the other team. Maybe not with a knife or a gun, but they're talking about making them bleed, making them lay on the ground, making them not get up. Like it, it's it's the football culture. I mean, it it, it is. It it's is. what we love about football and what we love about defense. Is it necessarily right? I don't know. <laughs> You're talking about people's safety here. but um, Right. I get it. I just think the NFL's kind of gone soft and geared more towards, more they, towards offense. It always has been, Daryl. Have you, not, have you looked at the you know, rules over the last 20 years? I'm going to take so much heat for this. And probably for so, me, you're so, probably so, me I'm crazy. Ronnie, but the Super Bowl that was not whatever between uh, New England and the Rams, I thought that was great because the defenses played lots freaking out. I loved it. It was a boring loved game, it. but yeah, it was a good defensive game. Let, let me just put it this way. If Ronnie Lott played in today's football... Um, he would, he wouldn't, he'd be useless. He would be thrown out of just about every game. Exactly. I'm not saying he's a dirty player because uh, no, I'm not, not. definitely not because he played to the letter of the law when he played, and he was, you know, he was the predecessor to some, you know, to Cam Chancellor to um, Bob. You know, Bob Sanders was a little guy, a littler guy. He's probably you know bigger than me, but um, you're talking about these big hitters. You know, the, the right. Sean Taylors. You know, those kinds of players. And you done got me off on something here. So, like this hit to the helmet bullshit on a quarterback or any player. Some of these guys, they're just barely getting nicked. Oh, he hit my helmet, throw the flag. Let me puss out of this. That's exactly what it is. Well, let, me just, let me just let me just let me just play devil. They would, they would kill. They would just 
not be any good today because they wouldn't be able to do anything. Well, let's move on. But uh, real quick before we move on, um, I I did want to point out the hypocrisy of Bill Belichick complaining about a flag being thrown on a roughing the passer play. (laughs) Because if you so much as breathed on Tom Brady wrong during his time at the Patriots, uh, you were given like an automatic ejection. So, but don't I mean, you think Belichick was playing to the rules? No. I mean, you, you take advantage of the rules. If that's the rule, then that's no, what he you're takes advantage of the fact that Tom Brady, like, I don't know, has pictures of their refs' wives or something. I don't know. You're just a hater. <laughs> you're just a hater. I don't know. I'm just pointing out the the hypocrisy that Bill Belichick would dare complain about a roughing the passer call when Tom Brady got some of the most cupcake roughing the passer calls in the history oh, of roughing the passer calls in the past five years. So I agree. I see it every week. A player, you know, a, a defensive lineman end or tackle, he'll make a great play up the middle, gets there just just after the ball's thrown, and maybe his elbow or maybe his hand just glances off the helmet. There's a flag. I can't stand that shit. I can't and then, do it. And Tom Brady takes his acting classes and pretends like he's dead. You know, and, and this is my mentality. If I'm going to get that flag for just grazing his helmet with my hand or elbow, I'm going to actually hit him. You damn straight. I'm going <laughs> to light his ass up when I come through there. Yeah. Well, speaking of lighting up, I hope Jamal <laughs> Adams plays in this game. I'd really love to see him suit up. Um, What's the word on him? Is is it likely, doubtful, questionable? Do we know? I haven't had time to look into anything. I um, haven't either. I will tell you that um, I am picking up, uh, what's his name, uh, that filled in for him. It was not actually uh, Lano Hill that filled in for him. It was, um, let me look this up here. Ryan Neal, and he had an interception. Yeah. So I'm looking at picking up Ryan Neal um, if Jamal Adams can't go. I mean, obviously, it's a Sunday night game. Hopefully, we get some information. Seattle is at home, so you will not get the benefit of uh, didn't travel with the team because he's at home. Uh, which kind of stuck, stinks, but um, I think Seattle handles Minnesota. Their secondary is going to have fits with Metcalf and Lockett. And Lockett, and even if you stop Metcalf and Lockett, there's still guys like David Moore and Greg Olson and Jacob Hollister and Fitch and whoever. Um, you know, they they have way, way, way too much. And Daryl, you know, since I left him alone for a little bit, he's going to let me talk about my Seahawks for another 20 minutes, I guess. Um, but, yeah, they, they have not been pretty when it comes to the defensive side of the ball, but they've been doing enough. And I think Minnesota, with their run game, Seattle's been pretty good in the run game. Um, Jefferson and Thielen should be starters. <laughs> definitely, you definitely want those guys in your lineups because Seattle still can't stop anybody. Uh, I still got the Seahawks. Uh, no Daniel, Daniel Hunter still. No word on him. Uh, I'm worried about that situation. Um, hopefully he comes back at some point this season. The Monday night game, and uh, this looks eh. I hope Michael Thomas is back. It'll make it a little bit more interesting. And I hope Justin Herbert starts because I don't know a world where Terod Taylor should actually start over Justin Herbert in this, you know, century right now. Um, so I got the Saints, and I want 
to see Marcus Davenport play. Hopefully he plays this weekend. <laughs> Good luck with that. He's been on track to come back in a couple weeks for a couple weeks now. So Yeah, I know. I keep waiting. Um, I mean, hopefully Janoris Jenkins plays. Hopefully Michael Thomas plays. I mean, they had so many dudes out the other day. Yeah. It was surprising that they could actually win. Yeah, I'm with you. New Orleans wins. Um, kind of to touch on what you said there. I don't think Herbert loses this job. I don't. I know you're saying all the right words. Taylor's our starter, whatever. But has Herbert played so bad that he doesn't deserve to keep this job? No, he's not. He yeah. has actually played excellent. Um, and you know what? They're they're pointing to the you know he <clears throat> he didn't win the game. So if you don't win the game, I can't praise see, a guy. I mean, see, that's such bullshit. That's bullshit. He played well enough. And I think that's that's he's played better than Tarod Taylor. I mean, yeah, you won the game that Tarod, um, you know, somehow pulled off a victory. <laughs> right. Uh, right. But it really wasn't convincing and it really wasn't a very good game. I mean you no, should have you should have pummeled the Bengals. And and he's just throwing the ball downfield better. I mean, he's throwing to undrafted free agents. It doesn't matter who he's got back there. It doesn't it doesn't matter. And he's still lighting it up pretty well. So that's about it. Uh, so hey, let's... Hang on one minute. Speaking of the Chargers, yes, we do have one listener question. Facebook user Mike Henderson, he wants to know our thoughts on Kazir White and Trayvon Diggs for the Cowboys. Uh, I love Diggs. I've been saying that for a while. Um He's yeah, one of my he's favorite rookies coming out. Um, you know, big big school guy, uh, getting a chance to play right away. Um, has been making some plays for Dallas. Dallas is going to get thrown on a lot because they're yep. in shootouts pretty much every week. They've been involved. So, yeah, roll digs out pretty much every week until he can prove to be a shutdown guy, which I don't know that's in his repertoire. I don't think he's really going to be a shutdown guy in the league, so I think he can roll him out pretty consistently uh as far as kaiser white there's no drew tranquil uh kenneth murray has not been uh dominant so i don't know why not yeah i'm not big on why i mean i think i'm looking for other options uh i'm with you on trayvon diggs i think he's played well let me uh, put it this way if you're looking at, at start at picking up because you're white then then you're probably desperate to begin with so yeah now i do think Diggs is a valuable option because he's a rookie gets picked on looking at some of the leagues that i was in interesting that i saw his name today and he was among free agents one of the better scoring free agents you could pick up so i mean he's he's worth the gamble but uh as for white i'm i'm kind of avoiding him i think you can find better options than zero wise <laughs> holy stat corrections batman oh god what so, here is the matchup that I had this past week. I'm just checking out my FFPC league here from last week. And uh, you could not get any closer than this. <laughs> so, now he had to pivot from, well, he had to pivot from Devontae Adams to uh, Julio Jones. So, don't feel too bad for this guy. Because, you know, he has a stacked team. <laughs> He has a super team, and, so, and I've won the championship back-to-back -back years. 
and it I think it's irritated him so badly <laughs> because I just kind of have been uh, you know I have Kittle and Kelsey who have led me to victory basically and Kittle led me to victory in this oh, game wow. I won by seven tenths of a point the other night <laughs> oh shoot I didn't even check it till right now because I was looking for some replacements but seven tenths of a point so that's like one more extra point one more catch um you know Julio Jones doing anything oh, <laughs> he did he had four catches but I mean he had I mean this is his lineup he had um Fitzmagic but you made the right call. He started Fitzmagic over Drew Brees. If he started Drew Brees, he would have had less points. Um, he started Alvin Kamara. Right. He had Jarek McKinnon. He had Mike Evans. He has Cooper Cup. He has Julio Jones. He has DeAndre Hopkins. He has Devontae Adams. I think this guy's problem is he has too much talent and has too many decisions to make, whereas I have a pretty straightforward, here's my starting lineup. Now, I have... I have McCaffrey right. on my IR. I have um, Marlon Mack on my IR. So I got, I'm got i an injury squad going. But yeah, I had just enough. I had Lamar Jackson. I had Devin Singletary. Manny Sanders had a pretty decent game for me. Uh, but George Kittle. I started three tight ends. <laughs> it's, tight end pre- <laughs> it's tight end premium. Uh, but yeah, Kittle had the huge game. He had 50 points of my 151.85 points. So hopefully there's no stat corrections, and I keep that victory because it was pretty uh, nice. Oh, stat correction would be brutal right now. It would be. Oh, my God. It would be. Adam Humphreys is on the IR. Did you know that? Probably no, the COVID IR. did not. He's on the COVID IR, I think. Oh. But, yeah, I'm hoping to get Michael Thomas back in this league because I could use – any help i'm so injured right now it's ridiculous i have michael thomas and he's injured so i like i have good team but they're all injured so i gotta see if i can pick somebody up here but robert tanyan's out there i'll roll four four tight ends out there (laughs) do it i mean he's been on fire Uh, but let's get to this trade here. I want to hear your thoughts because I'm up in the air about it. This is a league you're okay. in. You're in the you're in the other division, so it doesn't really matter. So you know the scoring for Battle of the Gridiron. It's pretty high scoring. Yep. So and, and I'm I'm kind of on the fence. So the one we've been talking back and forth. At first he wanted uh, Thielen and Thielen and somebody else for a first and the second, like a wide receiver, and I'm like, eh. I'm not giving up two wide receivers for a first and a third. So now we've got... So I'm a rebuilding team for the most part. He wants uh, Adam Thielen and Devontae Parker and Desmond King as a throw-in. Because Desmond King, as much as you love him, he hasn't done anything in the past two years. He's kind of disappointed here lately. So here's what I'd be getting in return for that and there's two deals on the table so this is what the hall would be in return uh zach moss being the centerpiece of the deal coming back to me uh cephas from detroit kelvin Harmon, who's currently on ir but you know has potential uh cole Komet, tight end for chicago who hasn't gotten a chance i don't think at anything yet 
Um, crap, I hate this league. Every other every other MFL league I'm in, you click on a guy's name and he just pops up in a little window. This league, you click on somebody's name and it brings like into a different thing. Yeah, he's at all three <laughs> targets this year. So right. I don't think he's really been fully unleashed. So I think there's there's some potential there. Uh, Quandre Diggs, the safety for Seattle, and a fifth round pick, which we know these these picks are sixteen teamer. Right. So for Parker, I didn't really want to include Parker. So here's where it gets interesting. Same deal. I would get the same haul in return. Instead of putting Devontae Parker in, I'd put Mike Williams in. Okay. And he wants me to add JJ Watt, which is the interesting piece here to the deal in order to get it done. Because I said I'd throw a pick back to him to take out Parker. Because I'd rather keep Parker than... I have, in all disclosure, I have Keenan Allen and Justin Herbert, and I like that stack. I don't think I want two Charger wide receivers on my team. So, uh, but J.J. Watts had one good week. He's 31 years old. He's had two sacks. And eight tackles so far in four games. Okay. So he's had one good game. He's been under double digits in multiple games. So I'm basically looking at this as Adam Thielen for Zach Moss, and I think that's a pretty close actual deal. Yeah, that's pretty close. I mean, I think you throw in a fifth-round pick, I think that's pretty pretty much even. Uh, Mike Williams for Cephas and Kelvin Harmon, which as much as Mike Williams and, and Komet really, uh, which as much as Mike Williams plays, which is barely ever. I mean, he has good games, but he's never dependable. Right. And then J.J. Watt and Desmond King Where was it? kind of thrown in there. So what is it again, the whole thing? So I would give up Thielen, Mike Williams, J.J. Watt, Desmond King. Okay. I would get back Zach Moss, Cephas, Kelvin Harmon, Cole Komet, Quandre Diggs, and a fifth-round pick. Oh, man, that's tough. I like Zach Moss, and I have Singletary, so I'd have both of those Buffalo backs. I just lost Eckler. So my team is, is probably not going anywhere. I would... I would ask for a little higher pick. Ask for a higher pick. Yeah, I think I so. Thought about that. I mean, that's, that's tough. I, I like Zach Moss too. Um, I like Zach Moss, and I think that's why. I mean, I want to try to cash in on Thielen because I don't think he can maintain. I don't either. I think if you get a if you could get a fourth instead of that fifth. Or even a third, which is a stretch. But I think if you can get a fourth, I think you do it. I really do because Watt's almost done, has the injury things. I'm with you on Thielen. I don't know if he can sustain what he's been doing. Uh, I really like Moss. I think if you can – I would counter with a fourth mm-hmm. and see if he'd bite. And if he does, I'd take it. I really would. I'd take that if he could give you a fourth. Do you know where that pick would land? Like he'd be is pretty it good. Early, is it an early or a late pick? Uh, my pick is probably going to be early. 
Or no, I'd be getting would... his pick, so his pick would be pretty late. I mean, the yeah, Titans I'd... right now, I mean, they, they are... Let's see. See, for me, I definitely ask for a fourth then. If it was an early pick, then maybe I would, you know, I could kind of get on board with it, a fifth. But being a late round, I mean, that's that's a big league. That's what, 16? 16-teamer. Yeah. I, you got to ask for the fourth. I think that's the deal breaker. If he doesn't want to give you the fourth, I think you, you hold tight because somebody will give you something uh, better. Yeah, and, and when he said when he mentioned Watt, I was like, eh. but then I, I mean, looked at Watt's stats, and I'm like, you know, he's not really good. I may try to just shop right. Watt separately. And you got to consider the injuries with him too. So yeah. I, for me, I think well, if you can get the fourth, that's the deal breaker. Here, here's the thing: he doesn't have a fourth. The fifth is the highest pick he has left. Uh, oh, then he's got to give you something else, like a fifth and a sixth. I was thinking I about say, asking for a young. Well, he doesn't have a sixth either. He has a seven. Jesus. <laughs> He's making Damn. some shields here. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of looking over. And, and he's what got, young, like, rookies does he have? Defense? Nothing, really. I mean, even offense. I mean... I mean, he's given me most of his, you know, rookies, actually. I mean, I'm getting his Zach Moss, his Quentin Cephas, his... See, you got the, only, the only one I'm not getting is Tua and Eno Benjamin. That's pretty much Benjamin. all I'm getting. Ask him for Benjamin. Ask him for Benjamin. I'd, if he give you Benjamin, I'd jump all over that. Yeah, I don't... You gotta maximize your return, dude. I'm not crazy about Cephas. Who'd you say the other one was? I'm not super crazy about Cephas. I mean, um, really, I think Kel- you're- Kelvin Harmon's on IR, so he hasn't. Yeah, I just think you're giving up a little too much. I know Watt is kind of at the end of his career with the injuries and stuff, not performing well. I know Desmond King's been down. Yeah. Cephas didn't I do, play like I, the last two weeks. So. Yeah, I do like Moss. I, you got to get something else, I think. If not, you got to hold tight. Yeah. That's just now, on, on the flip side, the other deal I received from a team that's trying to sell is Melvin Gordon and Cooper Cup I'd be getting. Okay. For my first, I have two seconds and a fifth. He's wanting all that? For, yeah, Cup and Gordon. A first, a second, and two fifths for no, Gordon. A first, and two seconds, and a fifth. A first, two seconds, and a fifth for yeah. Melvin Gordon and Cooper Cup. Yeah. Mm. No, I pass. If you're not a contending team, you can't mortgage away potential future. No. No way. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess you could make the case it's not a bad offer, but... It's not. He's shooting a shot. I mean, damn. I mean, you're if you're not a contender, you you just can't give away your future like it. You can't. I mean, that's a little too much. Yeah, I'm not really a contender. That's why I kind of looked at it, and I'm like, could I make a push? But then I looked at my points for... I would rather take the other offer way more than this one. Yeah. 
because that first in two seconds, that's you can get some really good players with that. Uh, yeah, so it has basically, if you click on the fantasy sharks analysis of this trade. Uh, it has Thielen and Williams as the top two, actually, and Watt as the top three pieces in this deal based on uh, their projected points, strength of schedule, I think the position ranks that they're in and stuff like that. So I can see that. I mean, Moss is intriguing, but I think I'm going to need another, get rid of some of the fluff yeah. and just get another bigger piece back yeah you're gonna have to have something there and as far as the other one i'm i'm passing on that yeah i mean it's just an interesting you know that could put you in contention my issue is i just lost eckler so well i think it would depend on how close do you feel you are to being a contender i'm not i'm pretty then you don't then you don't like that deal yeah I mean, I have pieces. I have, I have my my safeties are pretty decent. My I mean, line... if it was a valuable option that would literally make you a top five contender, then yeah, I think you go for it. But if not, I'm I not. think you pass on that. This league yeah. is pretty um, top yeah, it's heavy. Rough. It's pretty top heavy. Yep. I mean, the Bills. I mean, I'm in second place in my division, but my team's not good. Um, Pittsburgh is five and two. Cincinnati's four and three. I mean, the the AFC South has got three good teams. Actually, probably four decent teams. The Chargers and Chiefs on the AFC West are just flooring people. So, and, and I'm. I mean, if we look at points for you know, I'm in second place despite having the you know third highest in my division points for. So I got lucky in a couple weeks. Right. It is basically it. But anyway, uh, we were pretty long. So I think we're going to do what we did. Yeah, you and just tape, kept on. And tape the Patreon another night. Okay. So. Um, Sounds like a plan. So if you're a patron, get some listener questions in. Get some stuff for us to chat about. Uh, if you're not a patron, join our patron program. Uh, it's a good time. Had by all. Because yeah, because we like our patrons a lot better. Yes, we do. <laughs> but anyway, that'll be about it. Enjoy week five. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully um, there's no COVID outbreaks and we get the full week five. Go Hawks. Beat the Vikings. <laughs> And that's about it. Good night now. Thank you to Statement Games and Blue Chew. Yes. And my fantasy league. Of course. I love my yeah. fantasy league. Yeah. Greatest site there is. Um, and also, uh, be sure to uh, check out Trophy Smack. Yes. Get Trophy. you something nice for your league winner. Rings, trophies, plaques, championship belts. Those championship belts are nice. All right. We can stop talking now. But yes, you can get something from me, the winner of the league. Absolutely. Unless it's the IDP Nation 2 Listener League, where I am uh, 
Well, you know, yeah, I wanted yeah. to be, I wanted to be nice and humble here, but let's just face the facts. I'm kicking ass there. You'll choke. Four. Good night. Four. Four.